Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, the founder of Talk Cosmos, for inspired, I want to say inspirational, yes they are, but they're, they're insightful conversations that awaken consciousness for your soul growth. And today is April 30th, 2023, and we have a great panel of eight people, including myself, for Astro Jam. And I will just begin because these are mystery charts that astrologers don't know what they are. And we have just very few clues. In other words, what century they're at, which isn't a lot. And it's like astrodrama where people look at the energy of that planet and they express what they think it might be. It's not necessarily in conjunction to the whole chart because every planet, that's how it operates in our brain. Mercury goes, yeah, I'm thinking this, blah, 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 blah. And maybe something's hitting. And it's not just the planet, it's the consciousness of that planet. People have been on me about, no, it's not the planets. Yeah, I know it's not the planets. It's the consciousness. That's really how we in this mortal world, we still think of tables. Well, tables was an idea. Table has a lot of electrons and neurons. I know I'm getting a little bit out here, but there's a lot of space in there. And the space is consciousness and we're raising it. Okay, so with all of that said, now that we're in a big mystery and we're going to unsolve things or resolve things, whatever it is, dissolve things, because there's a lot of water and I'm spinning right now. Okay, so let's get to our panelists. Astro Jam is where planets come to life and speak. Hear cosmic energies talk as they do in our minds and hearts. Always fun, exciting, and revealing, like a music jam full of surprise. This is your cast of Astro Jam. Yes, hello. And in fact, I'll have to get you a new one that has Justin on it because I, I had everything else hadn't. Well, hello. We have eight folk, I believe we do. We're all here, and we'll start off with alphabetical. Israel Ahosi down at the bottom, and he is the president of the Astrological Lodge of London and also has his uh, several websites. He has Sacred Planets and, of course, the Astrological Lodge of London, and you can find all his material at Talk Cosmos. We have Justin Crockett Elsie an archetypal astrologer, and his site is under his name, Justin Crockett Elsie. We have Sean Kelly, and he has two sites. One is Anthology Brands and also Evolutionary Astro. And we, and we have Ray Sapp who is the new publisher of the Mountain Astrologer magazine. And she has two sites, the mountainastrologer.com and also the Witch Way Cafe. And we have Marie O'Neill, founder of Padma Life Coaching, 
And that is her site, PadmaLifeCoaching.com. Also, Michael Bartlett, whose site is CoreMichael.com. And last but not least is Jennifer Ng, whose site is JenIngress.com. So I apologize, we have these wonderful astrologers, they come from all over. Jen's in Toronto, Michael's in Santa Fe, Sean and Marie are in California, Justin in Washington, and Israel across the bay over there in England. So we're connecting from many spots. (laughs) And at the half hour, we will offer a moment that each can tell you what they're really doing. So right now, Thank you, Nathan, for your illustrious music. And let's get right to those charts because we have two. And we're going to do the first one in that first half hour. Oh, that's right. And here are all their sites for those folks that are on YouTube. And you can see them and also go to Talk Cosmos because they span every dimension of, of from Chinese astrology to horary to lectional to numerology to mundane to you name it we've got it okay the first one is right here this is our chart and the big news is that it is in the 20th century but i will tell you all that they relate to things happening now both of these charts and i did mention here on the sides for the public and for ourselves a little bit where the planets are and what they are. So as the, it goes, we identify ourselves as a planet and we can say what sign we're in and then just say what comes to your mind. Like, for instance, I'll start off. I'm the Ascendant in Leo and I like to... You're muted. It, okay. Should uh, I start again? Yeah, we couldn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury <Maybe> retrograde. <laughs> oh my gosh, when did it start or stop? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Well, back to my my Leo. You know, Uh-oh. I okay. Oh, what's going on? Oh no, what's going on? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I have Leo Ascendant. And I'm being shushed by my 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 fan here sitting down. And I like to teach things. I like to tell people what their roles are because you know life is a stage and everybody has a role. And by gosh, that's my job. I'm gonna tell them. So now that it's revealed, let's just do more and just think spontaneous, okay? Yeah. All right. Go, anybody, bam. What, 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 first of all, what chart is this? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at the chart. No, because the this reason is first chart. I mean, it says, it says 30th of April, 2023. And oh, that's this- today. That's today. 
I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm oh, just okay, identifying okay. the <laughs> right, chart right, right. only. Okay. It's yeah. It's okay. no. It's your birth chart. So, so. Yeah, and, and look at Pluto. <laughs> that tells you a lot. Look at Pluto's 20th yeah, century yeah, of course, Pluto. Of course, right, okay. Right. I can't. I know. I was a little confused. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, like, well, you know, I, I didn't help much." Aries, Venus is in Gemini at the moment. What the hell? What chart is this? Well, I'm gonna guess. I think you're talking Mercury. And of course, I have Mercury. Mercury, Mercury. retrograde strikes again. That's from our illustrious. I think, uh, uh, Israel, perhaps would you. This is great. Do you have something about Mercury there sitting at 11 degrees? Gemini? Of, of, Gem, of Gemini. <laughs> well, he's in his own sign. I mean, um, uh, you know, you know. What do you have I, to say? What would you say if you were Mercury and Gemini right now? Oh well, Mercury and Gemini is great. It's fluid. It's uh, versatile. It can adapt. It's willing and wanting to communicate on all levels. It's jumping from one thing to another, extremely yes. very quickly. So, um, yeah, Mercury and Gemini. It's it's the Mercury hands, like it's the Mercury the likes hands, to talk. It's, 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 I yeah, think oh, yeah, yeah. because I'm the ascendant and I'm talking. I think you know at the moment talking from the ascendant's viewpoint. I'm going to teach people and okay, go ahead, and Ray. I'm, somebody, I'm yes. Venus. Oh, sorry. No, oh, go ahead. <laughs> you know, and, and I, to our audience, we have eight folks. Some have come in more, and some haven't. The rules are. There are no rules, okay? It's just like our body and our mind. These planets have, they sit in us in different ways, these consciousness, and they tell us our story of our life at our moment. And this is as though we're on stage. We're not delineating, we're experiencing, okay? And pardon me if I did not, as the, as I am representing myself as the Ascendant right now, I, I realize as producer, Leo, producer, right? I neglected to tell all my great planets their roles. So just jump on in there. And if there's two of you, well, then just one back away or tussle. I like to get a lot of attention with my Leo ascendant and in a fire sign with my Mars and Venus. And I can be a real trailblazer. Um, I'm going to fight for what I believe in. And I won't really care what you think. I'm just going to do it in a big way and have fun with it. Maybe annoy some people. Um, but there's going to be some truth revealed. And you're going to notice me and my career. And I am Mars in Sagittarius. And I work very well with Leo, the Leo ascendant. I have courage. I am I am courage to speak the truth. I have courage to seek the truth and to be creative. I know what I'm talking about and nobody can tell me any different. I I know it in my bones what the truth is. I see a goal. I go after that goal. I have no problems with I'm creating a new moon and, whatever oh, it is I want. Sorry. 
I'm a new moon in, in Taurus, and I am fairly conservative in my viewpoints and practical in the ways that I share things. And I like to use my Mercury and Gemini to kind of share things using both sides as ever I need to. I am also the new moon in Taurus. And I am setting the chorus for a new manifestation that benefits humanity. And I'm and I'm and I'm coming out of the a consideration of a what looks to be a recent Saturn opposed Pluto type of scenario and rebuilding um, the way I appear to the world. I'm Neptune in Scorpio opposing that dark moon, asking you to submerge yourself into the deep dark wells, mm. lighting you up, making you so magnetic that people will be intrigued and want to hear what you say, even as they close their ears and run away. <laughs> I am Jupiter in Virgo and the third house. And I seek to grow and expand by helping others, looking for needing to fix something and uh, looking at solutions and needing to fix something. I have to be careful of perfection, but I'm definitely uh, have no issues with communications and getting my my uh, intentions out there. I'm also the sun in Taurus, and I really like luxury and security is important to me. But I also like to chill out with my Neptune in fifth house and, and just have some fun and not always work so hard with my Saturn in Taurus as well. <laughs> I am Pluto in Virgo, and I am always re-chewing everything I can even find to figure out what more can I, well, maybe I do destroy things, it's true, but I destroy things because they need refinement, by gosh, and I have the answer, and I have my buddy Jupiter there who makes things really big, and I am so impassioned, and I'm committed Obsessed, maybe some people might say, but you know what? <laughs> I just gotta speak. That Jupiter is gonna get it out. I am Uranus in Libra, and I get wonderful insight, sparks of insight that help me to see both sides of an issue. I am a part of a generation that is here to change, to be radical, to change the way we relate in, in relationships, to change the way we perceive in relationships. And I am, I have individuated, I know who I am, and my perceptions are very balanced. And carrying on from that, I will say, I am Ceres in Aquarius in the seventh house. And um, being the uh, mother of the, the grain basket, I am providing some kind of sense of security um, through marriage, but in a very eccentric way. Um, I'm here to to feed, I'm here to support. 
um, uh, on on many levels the uh, the foundation of what marriage essentially um, is about. Um, and being that I'm in the sign of Aquarius, um, it's something that will be somewhat progressive and will benefit humanity on a whole. I am Saturn at second degrees of Taurus in the 10th. And I square my Leo ascendant and Aquarius descendant. So security and working hard and achieving my life goals, that's, that's a really important part of my, my identity. I'm always focused on that. And it's in some way to do with my values that are fresh and entrepreneurial, but also expansive and maybe has to do with philosophy or higher education or children and maybe languages. But I like I'll, I'll like to talk about it a lot because my Venus that disposits Saturn is sextile to my Gemini Mercury. Mm. Well, I, I am Chiron, and I am in a secret area. You know, I have my hurts because can I be myself? But by gosh, I'm not going to let anybody know about it because I can see over there that I can talk just as much as I want, because I've got my friends there. I mean, there's other fire energy. I've got a lot of spirit going on. There's Mars that's got to talk about what it is because it's in Sagittarius. I got opinions. I mean, wasn't I born to have opinions? Isn't it right for me to have opinions? Nobody needs to know my private stuff. I'm me. I am um, the ahead. south node, the lunar south node, Ketu, in the third house of communications. And I come into this life with a very logical, rational way of looking at the world scientifically. But my opposite, my twin, is in Pisces, in the ninth house of publishing and higher education. And so life for me is all about, is it true or is it not true? <laughs> And I, go ahead. I apologize. That's right. My wounds are really out there all the time. I just think they're in the eighth house. They're in the ninth. Go ahead, Marie. I am Eris in Aries, and I am here to throw a monkey wrench in <laughs> everything that I hear that is not truth, that is not is it, I am a warrior and I am going to throw that ball out there to show everyone their shadow. I do it without thinking. I do it because that is my essence. That is my job. And I bring through, I help other people to see their problems through what I emanate out into the world. Let's reveal this, shall we? Is there anybody that has? So we have a few. We have about eight. Well, ten. Mm -hmm. no, go well, ahead. Well, I was going to say, seeing the Saturn there and the the T square to the ascendant descendant. I forget who pointed that out, but I thought that was grand because it's like here I am the authority, but I'm really dramatic. So you may not, 
you know, you might want to take me with a grain of salt type of uh well the Jupiter, the Jupiter Pluto training the Sun Moon says that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, sextiling yeah. Neptune. I mean, there's like, you know, and then also he comes, there's some sort of awareness, right? There's some sort of work, some sort of transformational service he's been working on for some time in these past lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, but then he's got the wounding and, you know, mm-hmm. his goal is, you know, somewhat spiritual. And yet there's the wound right there that says, oh, you know, we really can't share who we are. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, yeah, Venus, so his luminary is ruled by Taurus, you know, a Venus sign. And that Venus being in Aries at the midheaven trying his Mars. One of the things that he has been so known for lately is actually his relationship with his wife. And even if he kind of glorifies traditional relationship values, um, Tucker Carlson, the person- That's who it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was revealed early on. I oh, know. Really? We didn't know that. Oh, was it? Yeah. No. I, I accidentally goofed. But it is Tucker Carlson. How to like listen to the feminine sometimes. Like he really oh. does say like sometimes I think she's mad or like feminine intuition is mad. But the more that I sink into it, the more I realize how much knowledge is there to take. And so I feel like that's a, yeah. Was he an athlete? No, Tucker Carlson. He got um, ousted from Fox He had in 2016, that's right, I need to explain. He was the talk host of the station. And because of Trump's, he, he strongly, uh, um, supported the, the Trump storyline, not to get political here, but just to, as a fact. And therefore, the station was sued a lot of money for liable. I think it was liable because it wasn't, you know, grounded in 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 factual court facts. And therefore, he was cut. And that happened April sixteenth, I think, that he was. Uh, May, um, let's see, no, um, when, when I have his chart when he uh, was this week, cut. I think. Yeah, it was very this recent. Was mm-hmm. And so people are still reeling. I mean, if you go into trends, people are still talking a fair amount about But I wonder, what's did he happen. play sports in his youth? Because it made me wonder with Mars in the fifth. Mars Even- and Sag, yeah. I, mm-hmm. You know what, I was thinking that same thing, Jennifer, but I think it, you know, sometimes I've seen that energy also come out in the way of how he expresses himself. Yeah, It's exhibiting mm-hmm. in a different way, possibly. Yeah. And I know, if I'm you, correct, he comes from a lineage of, like, his mother was a famous artist or is a famous artist. Like, he comes from... Um, he comes from a lot of wealth. Yeah, and, oh. and status and fame. And mm-hmm. so... I, I believe I remember reading and not recently about his his family and his, I thought one of his either his mother or his, his aunt or grandmother they're like um they were from the Swanson the heiress yeah. to the Swanson mm. in this, uh, yeah yeah industry. and one of them's yeah. an artist again all his chorus planets and that you know mm-hmm. Venus at the top of the chart he really comes from powerful women and actually celebrates them. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, very well, opinionated. I don't see how it celebrates women, but okay. <laughs> well, I guess, like, well, in his mind, mind, in his mind, okay? Everything right, is relative. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, in his values, he has very traditional values. However, yeah. in those values, he celebrates women. 
Well, yeah, women, okay. women will be quite um, member of the Dan White Society. <laughs> well, I guess women Poland. are in charge in his life. I would think. Yeah, yeah, and yeah Israel think, was saying something. Israel yeah, I was. Gonna, I was going to say. I think women definitely are very potent in his life. I mean, to have a very powerful Venus like that on the angle on the MC, even though she is in detriment, but nevertheless, um, his moon is exalted um in the 11th house uh, you know that, that that says to me that there is definitely a very powerful matriarchal uh, uh mm -hmm. supportive background mm -hmm. here for sure mm -hmm. i did yeah. hear an interview that he gave i guess where women are supporting him because of something that he said about women he's like he acknowledges that women are quite different and think differently than he does and he also says that he's learned he needs to pay attention to them because yes. yeah he's yeah. he's learned that and right. that they have a different way of seeing things and and it's actually benefited him to Good. pay attention to what women right right that's a, that's a great maverick use of his uranus and libra and his ic and then venus and aries on his midhead mm -hmm. yeah. 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 and, and i should admits, mm -hmm. yeah he really admits he's like there's blind spots that he and has. I, and I will say we, to our public, because we're enjoying ourselves so much here, that we have quite a few authors. And when you brought up Mavericks, that you have a book, that Michael has a book on Maverick Planets, besides <laughs> Astrodrama. And yeah. Marie has a book, um, And the Lotus Opened. And yeah. let's see, I think, um, Justin, you have a book and you're writing one. You, you yep. have... Um, it was um a memoir yeah yes <laughs> and the name of it again is is uh, playing by the rules playing by the oh, rules oh. i love that i love that title um yes so that's not individuation if you're playing by the rules <laughs> well <laughs> in cheek right depends <laughs> on who's ruled <laughs> no you know Todd, looking at this chart really quickly i was going to say something because i listened to his um his uh, talk or his quick thing after he got uh, let go of Fox and I'm listening to how he communicates and that Virgo really comes through a lot mm -hmm. that whatever he presents, he presents at, as a, like a real fact. He tries to be mm -hmm. very exacting in his communications. It's very Virgo like, even though he's Mercury's in Gemini, you know, I was thinking about that particular signature in his chart, too, because it was just last year that we had Jupiter and Pluto. Let me think. It was a Pluto. Uh, 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 the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn uh, a few years back? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so, oh. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm oh, beginning to think. Saturn conjunction in Aquarius also as well? Well, you and I did Pluto... No, uh, Neptune, and maybe I'm getting it confused with Neptune and uh, uh, Jupiter no, no, last no, year. Yeah, Neptune and Jupiter, right. Yeah, that right, was last year. But still, yeah. when you look at this configuration, for whatever reason I looked at it, it is so compelled, you know, that the obsessive part of yeah. Pluto and then the expansive part of um Jupiter they can think they do know I mean they can do a lot of positive but they can also get yeah. really carried away 
but all of its retrograde. So, I mean, it's very self-rationalized and it's subjective yeah. below the horizon on top of it. So, I mean, there's really quite, I mean, it's, it's good that he, well, first of all, I mean, it's nice. He's got a lot of personal planets. Most of the personal planets are above the horizon. So he understands that he needs other counsel. And I don't know about you all, but I find that there's usually strong for people who publish or who are in like journalism that, that Taurus placements are pretty strong. Interesting. Mm. Well, Wonderful. And I want to thank immediately before we take a break, going from the top up there, Marie O'Neill, <laughs> Michael Bartlett, Justin Crockett, Elsie. Now everybody's changed. Israel Ahosi, Ray Sapp, <laughs> Jen Ng, and Sean Kelly. Thank you. This is Astro Jam, and we'll come back for scene two. <laughs> <laughs> take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We're currently in the period of Taurus. By leaving a cycle based upon initiation, the energy of Taurus integrates spirit into a solid form of matter that is tangible and physical. It's an earth sign, concerned with self-sufficiency and the values to maintain the strength of a life form throughout its survival. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to NewProSupplements.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, May 7th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll check in with our regulars, Meow Cat Rescue, Help Animals India, and Seattle Dogs Homeless Program. Plus, we'll chat with the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga to find out all the great stuff happening there this month. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or... If you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Everybody, thank you so much for subscribing to Talk Cosmos we have, I wanted this little portion, we always ask everybody what event is coming up in their life that they can present pretty quickly. And I'll begin because I was just encouraged to start an NCGR, I was going to say what all those words meant, um, chapter in Hawaii, the Hawaii Islands NCGR chapter. So it's very exciting because today it's been a month and it's, I feel like Pele here just exploding. But today is the last day to join at discounted rates. All the big guys, ESAR, OPA, are raising their rates. 
as of you know right now soon so in other words you can get in at the usual rate and also linda bird who's the new president has worked with software classes many opportunities that you get a discount so if you utilize those discounts you're going to pay for your 55 dollars a year or three years for 150 because all these have some fee but the point is is it it will be if if you join and then we you can join because everything's virtual the islands are virtual anyway i can't be on all four islands or more and so we're going to have it online and they have three magazines that go out a month they have of course 12 different webinars through the different groups it'll be exciting so Bottom line is go to NCGR, which is National Geo Center of, no, National, oh, where in the heck is this thing? I remember all these different names. Boy, great. Aren't I great? Uh, okay, Sue, quick, spit it out. National Council <laughs> for Geocosmic Research, which is exciting, too, because of research. Okay, enough of me. Let's go to the team. Who has, Marie, do you have anything that you're presenting? Yes. As a matter of fact, I have a class beginning on May 20th through Kepler College, Fundamentals of Life Coaching for Astrologers. And it's giving astrologers life coaching tools that they can use with their clients. That starts May 20th. It's a five, it's actually a 10 week course, but it's broken into five week sessions so you get the first part one five weeks and then in july the second part begins cool oh that's great mm -hmm. okay and let's see nathan yes justin do you have any kind of class yeah I, I have a, a workshop coming up calling uh called astrological yoga i'm actually a yoga instructor so i'll be doing a workshop on on and it'll be involved with yoga and so that'll be advertised coming up this summer and it'll be online and in person now would that be through your website or is there a group that you would i will i will announce it yes okay very good so if you, questions just ask justin ray how is what event would you like to announce uh, our Cancer Solstice issue uh, is going to be launching on Monday of the Mountain Astrologer magazine. Um, mm. It's a really exciting new issue. So if you are not a subscriber, you should become one or take a peek at one of your local bookstores and pick it up. Um, we are also in the process of kind of creating this new, it's called the Neptune Underground. And it is the mer tale for our mountain goat of a publication. And it's going to be a really um, beautiful space really kind of dedicated to the philosophies of the confessional poetry movement um, and how to use confessional poetry um, in alignment with your own transit and play with it that way. So, Oh, I love this. I've written poetry all my life. I keep thinking I want to subscribe. And also, Mountain Astrologer has a discount involved. If you get on today, some of the, that one ends today, but most many of them that are software extend further. But that's another one that you can jump into. Jen, have you something you would like to announce. Yes, thank you, Sue. I wanted to share that I'll be working on the International Academy of Astrology uh, 
Cardinal Cancer Ingress podcast uh, featuring Sam F. Reynolds and founder Ina Stanley. And if listeners are interested in AstroJama, Astrology Toronto, of which I'm a former co-president and board member, is hosting an in-person event uh, featuring Jason Hawley the weekend in person of June 2nd to 4th. So I just wanted to plug that for the locale. Oh, goody. Okay. And I just see now, too, maybe, uh, Nathan, we can put up the panels so that the person could be next to it. And then can you put the person larger? And if I could say I'm open for consultations, I do. I'm currently doing medical astrology uh, with Lehman, uh, the stamp two. And I do Chinese astrology and um, regular Western astrology. And I will say that every astrologer, thank you for bringing that up. Jen, all the astrologers have their focuses, and so that would be great. Israel, hello. Hello, yeah. Yes. (laughs) How would you like to share? Yeah, uh, well, for me, I've got two um, up-and-coming courses. Uh, One uh, one is a horary course. Um, uh, For those of you uh, who know, I'm sure you're familiar Mm -hmm. with uh, the concept of horary, but if not, it's the idea of being able to answer a question um, by erecting a chart of the moment. Uh, that course is going to be a seven-week course, and that's starting on the 24th of May uh, on Wednesday. Um, it will start at 7.30 p.m. Uh, UK time. Um, um, and uh, the next day on the 25th of May, I will be starting a um, it's uh, Astrology for Beginners, um, and it's uh, traditional, medieval, and modern psychology, astrology, all fused. Uh, and I will be teaching the uh, approaches, the understandings, the methods and techniques. And that's going to be a 10-week course. Um, and all the details are there also on my website as well. And that's for complete beginners who, who just want to take it from the, the grassroots uh, up. Um, uh, so that will be on the 25th of May. Okay, and so for folks, I think when Israel says his, you're referring to sacred plants. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Right. Yeah, sacred so, plants. Thank you. So, Sean, do you have something that you are putting I know you've. The rest of these great astrologers? No, I don't. But boy, okay. I'm, I'm I know all for that. That's okay. That's I know that you were doing a workshop and that you've done lectures, but if it's not right in queue right now, no, that's okay. no, 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 no. I have so many other things of, of focus that are that are. Uh, I know in, you're in need of my attention. That they just you. had snow beyond your roof. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you did, Michael. Perhaps you'll finish us with what you might have coming up if you have something. Sure. On June 22nd, I'll be doing a free webinar for Kepler College on astrological mavericks. Do you have ways to change the world? So if you have planets in the same sign as your angles, doesn't really matter what house system you use. It's really just basically the same sign. The closer it is to the angle, the more powerful they tend to be. But I find that even with the wider angles, uh, wider orbs, they still work. Um, also, I am uh, helping Ali or doing being a guest uh, lecturer for Ali Gully's course uh, 103 uh, for Kepler College. I'm doing um, just finished one on synthesis of the chart, and the next one I'll be doing is uh, challenging placements. 
Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. Lock, stock, and barrel. And we, again, we have all the websites here. So we will jump into, and remember about NCGR. Do go to their website, which is, what is it? It's a little tricky. Oh, it's geocosmic.org. It's an organization. So check it out. And it'll be fun if we can have this Hawaii adventure. All right. Here we have, and just to explain a little bit, when it says Astro Jam Chart 2, 4, that's today. And again, it's a 20th century chart. And I have identified around the side. So it has Venus, Scorpio, Chiron, and Sag, Jupiter and Capricorn, the Moon in Aquarius, the Ascendant in Aquarius. Then we have Eris, North Node in Aries, Uranus in Cancer, Pluto and Mars in Leo, and South Node, Ceres, Neptune, Mercury, Sun in Libra, and last but not least, Saturn in Virgo. So for those people in the podcast, if that adds up, you will find out later what this is and you can find it yourself. But we will begin. So I think... I don't know what future. it is, but I know when it is. This is an October 1949 shirt. <laughs> 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 All right. We've got that nailed down. So I think I'll start with the Ascendant again. I'm the Ascendant in Aquarius. And I want to network with my like-minded people and think of the group. The group is so important. It really overtakes any kind of energy that the individual has. But it's sort of debatable because I see that emotionally, I, I do re realize that there's some difficulty and trauma with that why it's hard to find my group, but it's also where I, I, I attach a lot of meaningfulness to that like-minded group. And I'm going to defend it, by gosh, because that's what moons do, because the moon is so close to my ascendant. I'm that moon in Aquarius on the ascendant in the 12th house, loving the buzz of the city, the highlights I get connecting and yet also needing wide open spaces to retreat totally to myself, completely unintruded upon by the external world. I am the Venus in Scorpio and um, I love very deep. I love with intensity um, till death do us part. Um, Occasionally, I can feel somewhat insecure about my love or romantic situations. However, I am seeking deep emotional trust. I love on a very deep level. I do not do surface love. Uh, and I'm in the ninth house. So I'm attracted to people who are philosophical, perhaps spiritual, or perhaps people who are from different cultural backgrounds or foreign backgrounds 
also as well. And I also have a great love for philosophy and ideology and higher learning and long distance traveling. And that's who I am. Well, I'm an I... intense oh. <laughs> lover with my Pluto and Mars in Leo. It's kind of my way or the highway. And yet when you see me, I might be a bit aloof because with my moon and Aquarius, you know, I'm a bit, you know, I'm a bit on my own canvas for my own individuality. And I'm a creative soul that really needs to speak my truth with that stellium in Libra in the ninth house. Well, I am Mars in Leo. And it is definitely all about me in relationships. <laughs> Everything revolves around me. Hear me roar. I want to be on stage. I'm a lot of fun, though. I, I'm definitely fun in relationships. I'd like to play. I, I, but I have to say, um, I will fight to be heard and to be the center of attention. And if you turn your back on me, watch out. I am Uranus and Cancer. And so I'm in the fifth house. And I see family from an outsider's perspective or a different perspective. I'm more apt to take anybody that's outside my nuclear family as my family. So I think I'm sort of the rebellion revolution type when it comes to family. And because I'm in the fifth house and Jupiter's in, in the house of the womb, I may have some issues with may not have my own children, but take on others' children as well. I am also Pluto in the seventh house, conjoined Mars. And this gives me a really deep intensity and passion that I have to work with my, my attachment and intensity in relationships, square Venus. And... I definitely don't do surface level, but I can appear balanced and detached because of my air signs, uh, planets and air signs with my son in Libra. I can be very diplomatic and strategic. So you may not know that I'm intense, but I really seek truth because I have my ruler of the eight mercury in the eighth with my son in libra and my moon is in an air sign in aquarius and my moon being in the 12th but on the ascendant i do have my pulse to what's going on outside in my daily interactions i am mercury conjunct neptune conjunct Ceres, conjunct my south node, and I am so exquisite at manipulating things to get what I want, and I'm so good at taking what looks like to be just the most disgusting thing ever and making it look beautiful and smell like roses. <laughs> I am also that sun in Libra catching up with Mercury, Neptune, Sirius, and the South Node. And while I want us all to get along, and I will play the diplomat, with Uranus square me, I will sometimes rock the boat and say things just to make us all disagree. I am Jupiter in the 12th house in Capricorn. 
And I like to meditate. I like to experience metaphysical I like to explore metaphysical areas. I like to be by myself. I like to chill out, meditate, do yoga, contemplate. I am. Oh, <laughs> I am the North Node in Aries in the second house. I am here to develop my courage. I am here to develop, which will help me develop my self-esteem and what it, and my self-worth. And it'll help me to learn what it is I value in order to develop that courage or, or to have that courage and to be authentic to myself. I have to get out of this mode of, wanting to please other people, wanting to not rock the boat. I have to speak up. I have to heal that the South Node issues that I have inside relationships. Because I can I can tell little white lies just to just to make things easy. And yet I am to work on my courage. I am so glad to always have that courage because I am Chiron in the fire sign of Sagittarius, which has my beliefs, but are my beliefs? It's not that I don't know my beliefs. I, I do, but yet who out in the world knows my beliefs and who out in the world is going to allow me to live just like I want and, and and let me produce them because it's all this there I, there's a lot of support i feel support like yes that's the direction i'm i'm going to go but yet it's it it's 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 tricky and i think and i i remember too i happened to be at the same degree that ixian the dwarf planet was and Ixian, in that, if I remember in my philosophy of higher learning, thinking about this, that Ixian had double chances and was, until it learned uh, host relationships, because yes, I know Ixian did burn his father-in-law and also wanted to rape, well, excuse that word, but anyway, with Zeus's wife, Juno. But the fact is, is that Ixian can turn a corner. And if I wonder if that is what is being seen somehow in my relationships here in, in the external world of, 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 of capacity of, of my job, but I'm going to be very powerful. I'm going to take those beliefs and show the world that I can do a second chance. Hey, I, sit. Oh, I was going to say, God. My yod from Uranus to the moon to Chiron makes me want to be a very individualized self. And yet I find it hard because I need to be relating to people. And yet I have so much that I have to say about what my inner truth is. Mm -hmm. And I've been outcast most of my life. Wow. I am the sun again in Libra. And I, I, I really 
I'm curious about research. I think I might feel my my best researching about relationships and maybe spiritualities or beliefs with Jupiter and Moon in the 12th. And with my Mars and Pluto in the Sun and Venus in Scorpio, I may be very driven to research about relationships and okay. research. Thank you. We have only a few minutes. I would love to show what this is. Does somebody have something they want to spit out about? It's September 3rd or October 1st, 1949. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so here we are since I already showed it. It is. It is China. <laughs> oh, when wow. it, oh. it In the most recent... Um, Wow. Uh, to the People's Republic of China, which is fascinating. And what I found out was also, if I did the directed, I love directed charts. I was curious, like, how, why is this? Because uh, the, China keeps coming up in the news a lot, as yeah. we understand, but there's so much. And if you can see that the nodes, look at that, the nodes just, the south and north node just went into Capricorn, so that's evident. So now let's look at the bywheel. We have the bywheel. There's the moon, if this chart is, and I think I got this chart from Astro. No, from Solar Fire. So I hope it's correct. Um, but the wow. natal moon has yeah. Venus right on it for values, and then the solar arc. And for those people that don't know what solar arc is, it's a more sophisticated way of measuring time and it gives energies that are working at this moment in time. So this is, I did this as of today. So mm. here you have the moon on the North node of the autonomy of being themselves, but then also that individuality of, of moon thinking. Yeah. And Uranus mm. is in the eighth house because that Saturn is a blockage and that's a blockage to uh, intimacy. Mm. Oh, I find that very interesting because this is like, uh, you know, China is a very old country and this is like the, the communist China. Um, and it's interesting with Uranus and cancer because of the one child policy. I was just thinking Um, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I will write down, there are two other great in 221 BC. It was a unification under the Quinn. U-I-N and in January 1912, like King Q-I-N-G dynasty was replaced by the Republic of China. So of course, I mean it's so ancient. I mean, two thousand years of of dynasty rule was supplanted, and you know, as a as a culture, you would say it's the oldest probably uh, with India oh, one, of them. one of them one yeah, of them yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. how fascinating well <sighs> thank you <laughs> that was a rush thanks a lot Sue. yeah thank you. thank you all you're just so tremendous that's Teresa Justin Crockett Elsie Marie O'Neill Jen Ning Israel Hosi, Michael Bartlett and Sean Kelly Thank you, everybody, and to our wonderful fans. Subscribe, look at the, they're online, and join.
Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.